0: Hello, I'm here with a bunch of student activists and we're here to discuss what we did today. If you're unaware, 14 schools in our area walked out today because they were upset that their schools were not safe. And this is a youth movement uniting together before they lose their classmates. It's out of a place of fear and it is wrong. So today I will be speaking alongside three other youth activists, as well as somebody that is going to explain to you all how adults can also get involved. So I will be speaking first, I am Tyler Kelly, and I am a student at Franklin High School. Students' voices matter, regardless of if we can vote, regardless of if we get polled, we are the future of this nation. And because we feel at risk, we have decided it is time for us to stand up and fight back before it's too late. When I hear my classmates saying that they consider ditching school because they don't know if it's safe, their parents don't know if they're going to come home, I know that we have a problem. Once students say that they're thinking about their safety equally, if not more than their education, we know that we have a problem. And this is why I'm happy to work with all of these students that were able to organize walkouts. Yet I'm here today to bring a concern. At my school, walkout efforts were rejected. We went to administration talking about how we were concerned about our personal safety, how we were concerned that our school hadn't taken adequate action to keep its students safe and provide mental health care to its students. And when we came in, we had a nice conversation with administration regarding things that could happen, But they decided that our voices were not worth sharing. It wasn't worth giving up the class time. And this is the wrong mentality. Students need to be encouraged to stand up and fight back before it's too late. It's almost ironic that we are taught how to hide in the situation of an active shooter and not allowed to walk out to demand policy that makes us safer. That is why we are here today to demand not for more police in our schools, but for social workers and counselors to make our schools united communities where when people see something, they say something, to push for the common sense gun laws such as extreme risk protection orders and universal background checks that will make our schools, communities, and lives safer and are popular by our people. We are here today to make sure that everyone's voice is heard and that our students are safe. So that is it for me, but I'm going to invite Esther to the stage to add her words and her experiences.
1: Uh, Hi, my name is Esther Carrier. I'm a student at Whitefish Bay High School. Um, This morning, we had a walkout of our own. Almost 50 students participated. And from talking with them, um, the main thing I'm hearing from them is that they're fearful. And that's something that I'm so disappointed to say, that we're fearful to go to school. We are tired of hearing a door close loudly or someone dropping a book and thinking it's a gunshot and tired of walking through hallways and being worried and which hallways to avoid because they're long and narrow and what you you would do if there was a tutor in every classroom, we're sick and tired of it. And we all know we deserve better in one way or another. We all realize that the people in power, they aren't um, making the right decisions or decisions that are uh, helping us in any way. This task has been dropped into our hands and we have the action, we we need to take some action. Um, to solve this issue. And from hearing students, I just want to know that we're all ready to do this.
2: Uh, good afternoon, everyone. Uh, my name is Daryl Maureen. I'm a president of Ford Latino, and I'm also a founding member of the coalition, uh, the 80% Coalition uh, for Gun Safety Legislation here in the state. Um, I wanted to take a brief moment just to applaud and commend the courageousness of these students here and uh, the students who walked out in over 14 schools in the Metro Milwaukee area. Um, I commend the administrators that worked with them. I commend the law enforcement that worked with them and everyone else that made sure that they brought their voices to the table in a respective way, incredible way. It's been over 20 years, over 20 years since we looked at the TV and we saw the tragedy that was Columbine. We are now here in the United States of America averaging over four school shootings a month. And yet we fail to act. So that's why I wanted to come out and commend these courageous individuals to saying enough is enough. If the adults can't get the job done, who can? It's their lives sitting behind the desks every day. It's them sitting in the cafeterias. It's them going through these lockdown drills month after month. And we can no longer no longer tolerate the inaction in Madison. The question has been asked and answered overwhelmingly in poll after poll. Republicans and Democrats alike want this legislation for background checks, for extreme risk protection orders. Now it's upon leadership to get it done. So thank you very much for coming out this afternoon. Hello, everybody. Good afternoon. My
3: name is Michael Erlowski. And I'm here today to tell you all that students collectively, regardless of where we live, regardless of our zip code, regardless of our race, gender, sexuality, religion, to say that we're here and we're fed up. And we're, we're tired of these legislators making a complete joke and mockery of what we're fighting for. Recently, we saw that Governor Evers called the special session to order, and we saw that our state senate gaveled in and gaveled out in less than 45 seconds. And just as he was just saying, 80% of Wisconsinite gun owners are in support of common sense gun reform. And if our legislators and the leaders of our communities are not listening to us, then it guides us to believe that they're listening to the special money interests. An interesting statistic is that $3.5 million has been given to the GOP since 2003. That amount increases year after year after year. They are afraid of us. The NRA is afraid of us. These adults are afraid of us because they know that the youth is the most powerful block in America. They're trying to tell us that we're small. They're trying to tell us that our voices don't matter. They're trying to tell us that we're uneducated or we should go back to school. How are we gonna go back to school when we have the simple fear that when a door slams, like my colleague was saying, a door slams, a book is dropped, we all are trembling in fear because we're feared that this could be a school shooter, and this could be the last time we see our friends or our our communities. We're here to say that we're, we're just fed up. We don't know how much it's going to take. We don't know how much longer this fight is going to last, but we're willing to keep on fighting and fighting until we get at least some type of conversation. They think that we don't know how the legislative process works. We know damn well how this legislative process works. They can bring this bill up to a committee. They can debate this bill in committee. That doesn't mean that this bill has to be brought to the floor. Why are they so afraid to talk simply talk about this bill, to simply even bring it up and acknowledge that it's a problem? I'd also like to acknowledge that our federal Congress is simply not allowed to permit the FDA from permitting Congress to study gun violence. If you look at automobile deaths, they have decreased. And that is because of the research done by the FDA to put in those airbags, to put in increased seatbelts. Why can't we do this for gun violence? We know what it takes to alleviate these issues. We have this we don't we may not have all of the solutions now, but we know that simply doing nothing is not an option. So I'm asking all the members of this state to rise up and call your legislators, write them a letter, show that you're outraged. The eighty percent needs to rise up and voice their outrage because we cannot be unheard any longer. Thank you.
4: Okay, my name is Riley McAdams and I'm here today to emphasize the importance of students coming together and showing our government and our legislators that what they are doing is not efficient enough and that we fear for our lives in school every day. As mentioned previously, With the special session in Wisconsin and our state legislature, it's just completely disgusting and a disgrace to all the people of Wisconsin that not a single word was even spoken on, not debated on, about these gun laws in Wisconsin. These are our lives that are in stake every day, that we're in fear of, and we don't want to increase the amount of guns, we don't want to put guns in the hands of teachers, we don't want to continue to militarize our schools. We just want to at least take a step forward, at least a debate about taking the guns out of the hands that people should not have them. And people ask us, why are we marching? What is a walkout going to do? We've seen throughout history that student movements make a difference, that they will create legislation, they will push movements in our country. And it's just, I don't know, me, my peers and I are the ones that will vote these legislators out of their office. They think we're not going to do anything, but the 2020 election is coming up. I will be able to vote. Many of my friends will be able to vote. And I know that I will take my voice to the ballot and show them that I am not happy with what they're doing. We will take you out of office. We will replace your seats. We will run for your position if you're not doing what you're supposed to why you're in your job to protect our lives
0: so that concludes our speakers is there any questions that you would like to ask anyone in the group so there were specific threats of discipline at a few schools so um we know Kahahei High School was originally in talks with administration, and they began organizing their walkout, assuming the talks would end up leading to a permitted walkout. That did not end up happening, yet the students still walked out, and they're still not exactly sure how they're going to be disciplined. But it is worth the discipline to make sure that we are safe in our schools. We're still getting numbers of attendances in the walkout, but we're, we know it's in the hundreds based on the fact that it was 14 schools with walkouts up to 250 students participating.
4: Longtose West specifically had at least 250, if not more.
0: We'll take some mental health bills, send them on. We need social workers in our schools. My school has one social worker for 1,600 kids. Hundreds of students don't even know that there is any mental health care provided within our schools. We'll take it. It's a real issue within our generation, but the real solutions are gun policy that will ensure that students are safe.
4: There's obviously a common denominator in this problem. We say, oh, it's a mental health problem, but why does America have so many more shootings? It's obviously, we have the looser gun laws. It's not just America has more mental health problems. There's an underlying problem here, and maybe we should try to take a step forward and fix that with our gun laws.
5: And it does factor into being a mental health problem, but like others have said, if we can't deal with the gun problems and get rid of guns and focus on how we will not get rid of guns, but focus on what we can do to deal with the gun law reg- legislation, then we can focus on how can we help students who are dealing with mental health issues? How can we better implement um, a mental health education to help students who are suffering from mental health to better see the signs? And then work on how can we better implement um in- administration dealing with issues of bullying, because that has, that's also been something that's been brought up that we should solve. So once we deal with the legislation of guns, then we can focus on those, because if we don't focus on the gun issues first, people are going to, students are still going to obtain guns and still use that as a solution before we can do anything to solve the mental health problem.
3: And I'd just like to add that Governor Evers' budget actually increased funding towards mental health and they've stripped those provisions. They're also, Republicans are against Medicaid expansion. They're against increasing access to health care. So I love to see that they're just bringing up these talking points that are just discrediting them day by day. They're simply not doing anything. They're afraid and they're hiding behind. The second amendment is what they're trying to say. Senate Majority Leader Scott Fitzgerald is saying, we are not going to be a part of this drawn out strategy to replace the second amendment. Speaker Robin Voss says very similar things. And if you look at this legislation, it is very clear that we are going to value the Wisconsin sportsmanship, outdoor sportsmanship that has been a part of our culture for years and years. So we're not attacking the second amendment. We, We are in favor of the second amendment. We are, but we are not in favor of irresponsible governorship. And that's what's happening day after day. And that's what's leading to these deaths.
0: Additional questions? out your. brought all of you guys here, it's clearly something a way for students to come together and amplify our voices. We don't want the only time that gun violence and school safety is talked about to be after a shooting. I had to explain to my principal that it's worth walking out to prevent having to have vigils and stuff like that, that walking out preventatively is just as if not more valid to saving the lives of our classmates. I was just going to say, I don't, they're
4: not even respecting the, Voice of the our governor Tony Evers, they're making a joke out of the special session. Wouldn't even say a word. So, and we've attempted to call our legislators, and that's obviously not doing anything. So, bigger measures have to be taken, which is sad, but that's why we're walking out, we're marching, and we're bringing 14 schools together to
5: show the Wisconsin State Legislature that something needs to be done. Like another student said who unfortunately wasn't able to be here, we walked out because that's something we have control over. I can walk out, you can walk out, we all can walk out, because that's something that we're physically able to do that no one can stop us from doing.
1: Um, To add on to that, uh, walking out truly disrupts the day. Um, whether you, whether teachers like it or not. It really brings a lot of attention from teachers and adults in the building, but also adults outside of the building, and costs a lot of attention to be brought to the issues into the school. So I think there needs to be some rule breaking and some disruptions to be able to get our point across.
0: And I'm gonna close with the fact that walking out is symbolic. We're willing to sacrifice 30 minutes of our school day so that we can live our lives out as kids that didn't get shot in schools. We're doing it because we truly believe our lives are in danger when in the classroom, and that that 30 minutes, if laws get passed, could be an investment in not having anxiety in the back of our heads every time we enter a classroom.
3: Further questions? And I want to bring up the fact, because this is a comment over and over again, that why are they walking out if the incidences that drove this movement is a knife and a BB gun or a pellet gun or whatever you want to say. But I'm here to say that I'm not, we are not going to sit around and wait for one of our schools or communities to get shot up. We're simply not going to sit and wait around. Like, this is business as usual, and we're just supposed to wait for this to happen and sit in our desk and wait to get shot up. We're we're tired of this, and we're gonna continue to drive these movements until we get some type of legislative change.
4: I mean, honestly, how many of us have to die for legislation or some type of action to be made? Is it going to take the child of a legislator to be shot in a school shooting? What measures is it going to have to reach for some type of change to happen?
5: As already being a minority, And being an African-American woman, I already have two double shots on my head when it comes to whether it be officers or whether it be students. So this is just adding on to the fact that I have more things to worry about. It makes me feel that I'm not safe anywhere at this point.
0: So, yeah, we're going to end the press conference here and move just outside to the Wall Street stairs to have a rally where we are going to be joined by more students as well as community members who are concerned about the issue.